0: Were you too scared of anything when you were kids that like you look back on now and you're like, oh, okay, that was kind of dumb. Or that was kind of silly. I
1: don't know. I don't know if there was anything that I was like, oh, that was, that was dumb. I was scared of Monopoly. What?
0: <laughs> 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 okay, so.
2: <laughs> this needs Explanation
0: go like if you can find an image of one of the boards printed in like i don't know i'm guessing like the 80s or 90s or something and look at um community chest when i was a kid i didn't realize that those were money bags they looked like big fat like monsters with uh like this like one eye and like scrawny little mouth (laughs) so every time i looked at it all i saw was these two monsters Wow. And I got I got it in my head somehow that like if I looked away that they were going to like jump off the board and eat me or
1: something. <laughs> oh my word, it's the Weeping Angels of <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Parker
1: Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Everyone, welcome to episode nine of Words of Geekdom, where each week we get together as friends, geeks, and parents to talk about news, hobbies, and other topics of geek importance. I'm your host, Shane Hendrickson, and joining me as always are my good friends and co-hosts, Jackie Engel.
2: Hi everybody.
1: And Chris Bissett. Top of the morning to ya. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I was told no robots. No robots. So went with yeah, we well, uh,
0: only did one robot every leprechaun. other time you're just like a totally different you're just a totally
1: different nationality every every week yes well I'm just I'm just a different person all the time It's <laughs> to now. yeah it's like a fun filled event with me every time you're around <laughs> I'm like the UN
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah because that's that's the first thing that comes to mind when someone says fun filled is the UN
1: yep Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, what is this? What is this week's fun-filled iteration? Have you been up to, Chris?
1: <laughs> this fun-filled iteration of me has uh, well, I've been uh, recording Food Nerd again, filming uh, another episode, and uh, went and saw Ghost in the Shell. And yeah. that's all. That's all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> <laughs> It was definitely a movie. It was. I uh, go check out the yeah. live
2: review on Facebook. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh man, that was that was heartbreaking. But yeah, so I yeah. did that thing. Um, let's see what else I did. I went and saw Boss Baby, uh, which was actually really good. I was surprised by it, but it was really good. And, uh, let's see, what else did I do this week? I survived a few tornadoes and got to watch some anime. So, yeah. Good Wasn't too bad of a week, yeah. How
0: about you, Jackie? What were you up to this week?
2: Um, well, surprisingly, I actually got to do geeky things, because I wasn't feeling very well, and the baby wasn't feeling very well. So, (laughs) we kind of just chilled out. Um, Derek and I started watching One Punch Man, which... I didn't think I was gonna like. I thought it was gonna be like another Kenichi, the strongest, decisive type show where it's just big, you know, beefy guys going up against each other and knocking the crap around. But surprisingly, it's not. <laughs> it's actually got a very well developed world and storyline, and there's more going on. So even though the main character is the strongest person, can kill everything with one punch, um, that's not really. What it's about, <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's, nope. it's interesting. It was in
1: the title. Doesn't make sense. Well, I know.
2: That's why I wasn't gonna really watch it. Cause I'm like, what's the point? It's gonna be like an extended Dragon Ball Z with even less story. But, I mean, that's kind of how it seemed when you just look at the premise and you look at the title and the main character. And,
1: yeah.
2: Um, but when you start watching it, I mean, it only takes like one or two episodes, and you're like, wow, this is actually, <laughs> it's actually really good, and it's funny and. I mean, there's a lot of humor, but there's, there's a lot of serious gripping moments too. And so we've been doing that. And then we also broke out Attack on Titan, the video game. Um, in honor of season 2 coming out. And we finally opened it and decided to play it. It's an Omega Force game. And the first thing Derek said after we started playing it was that it's definitely an Omega Force game. It's got a lot of the same setup as like a Samurai Warriors. As far Mm. as, you know, equipment and mounts and kind of the way the stages are played, you're a one-man army. But it's really fun. I mean, we've played it almost every night this week for at least, like, half hour to an hour, just running a couple missions. And the missions are short. You know, you can run a mission in five to ten minutes, which is really nice because if you've played Samurai Warriors or Dynasty Warriors, you know, those missions can get a bit long. Um. So these are a little bit shorter, which means we can play them around the baby and ah, uh, it follows the storyline really closely for the main story, which is good or bad depending on you know, if you've been there or done that. But otherwise it's really good. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been doing, just playing video games, watching some anime and trying not to get sick with the baby and
1: Yeah. Sick so. of the baby?
2: That too. That I mean, she's said? puking. Nah, sick. with She caught the flu. <laughs> um, luckily, Derek and I didn't, so it didn't make the full rounds. But she hasn't been feeling too great, and
1: yeah, you're like, luckily it was just the kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Ugh. if it had made the full thank round, God it was just her. Again,
2: if it had mutated.
0: Jeez, <laughs> yeah. nice.
2: Yeah. So, what about you, Shane? What you been up to?
0: Well, it was spring break over the past couple of weeks, so my kid's been off school. I spent a few days home with him. We spent a lot of that time playing games, digging out, um, you know, video games from here, here and there. But honestly, mostly he wanted to play some tabletop games, so we we uh, did that. Yeah, I dug out. He always wants to play this game I've I've got called Scoville, which I'm actually going to talk a little bit about later, but. Um, the problem is, it's one of these games that has like fifteen little baggies of small parts.
2: <laughs> of course.
0: Yeah, and so when you're playing, you kind of like to dig into them. So I actually spent one evening, or actually one day throughout the day, um, cutting up and gluing together my own like foam core insert, so that I can you know get rid of all the baggies and just have all the
1: all the pieces in. And a little tray I made up, so Wow, you beat us out for geekiest thing of the week. <laughs>
2: right?
1: yeah. Like well, then I, then I then I put together foam core and then then I put all my pieces in it. <laughs> well, now well Now I'm I've organized got... for the next time I play it fifteen years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually play that one a
0: lot more. Oh, okay. Well that's good. Although Although what I did do too is like, man, this is kinda cool. I kinda wanna do this some more some more, so now I've got I'm looking at my Caverna box, which has probably got about thirty little baggies. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta make something for all this too. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. It's kinda like Legos though. You, you know, I never played with Legos as a kid. I just built stuff and then I was like, All right, now I don't play with it, just look at it. Yeah. It's that same sort <laughs> of thing. I'm probably I'd be the same way probably with games.
0: Yeah. I mean I, my big issue is I just, I don't feel like I get a ton of time to play them, but, mm-hmm. so, the more that, like, we get closer to a game that he can actually play with me, that helps a ton. So I can actually play some of these ones I've owned forever, it seems. Nice. <laughs> but but then, uh and then real quick, for some, for some crazy reason that I just don't know, I started playing Kingdom Hearts again. On, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Because you need another
1: game to play.
0: I know, right? I got the collection on PS4. I only ever played the first game. So I, I never even played the sequel, and I never played any little side games. So this hmm. collects like six of those together. And I'm imagining, let's see, considering as of the time of this recording, Persona 5 comes out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know? Don't think so. you're going to
1: finish it. No. So. <laughs> but no, that's one of those I'll, I'll get to come back to, but... Now your YouTube show is called "Games I've Started" by Shane. You know I could
0: probably run for years if I yeah. You're like if I did a weekly show called "Games I Started."
1: Yeah, you're just like I don't know how it ends. Yeah, and I no. probably will never know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let me know in the comments. <laughs> Let me know in the comments
1: how this thing pans out. Yeah. First yeah, few so levels were great.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much all I've been up to, like you said. Uh, Playing more with a with a box, you know, that, uh, of the game of a game I own than the actual game itself. I'm worse than
1: my worse than my cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. a kid
1: on Christmas. He's like, "Ooh, a box." <laughs> Are you gonna post pictures of that to the Facebook? I don't probably not. <laughs> oh come on, you need to.
0: I mean, it does look pretty cool, I guess, but it's not, it, cool it, not nearly it, as cool as not nearly as cool as some of the other things that other people made, but.
1: Hey, I got naked on camera the other day, so you can post a picture of a box.
2: (laughs) He's got a point.
1: Yep. I I have two of them, if you uh, saw the video. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez.
0: All right, well, let's go ahead and move into some news for the week. Obviously, we don't have time to cover all the geeky news, so every week we each pick one thing that caught our attention and bring it here for discussion. Jackie, what caught your eye this week?
2: So i know i normally complain about not being able to find something but it did take me very long to find this one the <laughs> mit group their student group does admission videos every year that our student made to announce when incoming freshmen will get their announcements um and they're always you know interesting and creative so this year they actually took the marvel character reary williams who is the successor to iron man in the comics And an MIT student portrayed her, because in the comics, she is an MIT alum. Uh, Oh,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's
2: actually an MIT student in the comics, and so they had an MIT student portray her, and they built, like, a kind of homemade Iron Man outfit for her, and have her flying around. It's pretty cool. There's a video, and I'll make sure to post it to the uh, Words of Geek on Facebook, but it's... It's pretty awesome to see. Like, it doesn't look fan-made. Looking at this, like, you would think professional videographers are involved.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, MIT. MIT, and nothing should look like fan-made if it's coming from there.
2: That's true. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's really cool, because Rari Williams is the, like I said, she's the successor in the comics to Tony Stark, and it's nice because she's an African-American female, right? And so that's huge. We cause we were talking about diversity last week, and so um, I thought it was really cool to see that that they were already kind of pushing that because RDJ has already bowed out of Iron Man after like the Avengers, the next Avengers. He's like Infinity War. He's done, you know. Oh uh, wow! So <clears throat> there's been talk that you know maybe they're gonna go in and pull Riri in and, and cast for her instead as the next like part of phase three um, but either way it's you know it's a three minute video it's pretty cool uh, I thought it was really well done and I thought it was really cool that not only did Marvel make a character like that but that the MIT students ran with it you know for their admissions yeah. video <laughs> huh.
1: so.
2: Yeah, I,
0: thought, I think I remember seeing like a brief news article about this but I never actually checked it
1: out I didn't realize that they had a video yeah,
2: yeah the video is pretty
1: cool yeah, every year they do a different a different video. Okay. And On
2: Pi Day. Because that's when yeah. they announce their acceptance. Like they send you a tube, like a silver tube with your acceptance. So they call this one was called Not All Heroes Wear Capes, but some carry tubes. <laughs> it's in okay. reference to that.
1: Nice. Huh. And it'll be an easy crossover too for for that. If if Marvel does decide to do Riri Williams to bring as in, the, mm-hmm. yeah. Since everybody dies at the end of Infinity War or
2: disappears at least,
1: yeah. Huh. Spoilers.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Everyone what
1: the movie is, but dies.
2: <laughs> they're definitely going to need more for Phase Three, like more heroes to bring in. Because a lot of the big actors have been talking about bowing out because they've been doing it for so long. They just want yeah. to do something different. Um, now
0: is the sp- Spider-Man's I don't, even anything. I don't know anything about this. Is the Infinity War where they did like the
1: didn't they do like a like a hard reset on
0: a whole bunch of the yeah, universes. Yeah, That's Infinity yeah, War.
1: yeah, yeah. It's it was the it's the one where they go up and basically lose. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's the end of basically everybody and mm-hmm. it's and it's going to be the last uh Spider-Man Marvel movie, too. You know how they Marvel just got Spider Man, and he's only going to be right. in it for his standalone film and the Infinity War movies, and then he's done in the Marvel universe. He's going back to um, Sony after this. I thought
0: I heard something about Sony getting Yeah, the well, because
1: but... Yeah, well, because Sony's owned the rights to spider-man for a long time that's why we've never seen him in any of the other things and then sony and marvel played nice for just for this (laughs) and uh i mean because he's a big part of the story and then yeah basically after this is done then he's going back they're going to keep the same kid playing playing spider-man it's just going to be sony movies then so which
2: means they may not get as many of them and they won't be linked to the marvel universe
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, hmm.
0: well, maybe that'll actually be beneficial to it then, because I, I, I for one, I at first I thought that this whole shared universe thing was really cool, but now I think it's kind of too shared. So mm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, to me, it's really hard to just sit down and watch one of those movies.
1: Yeah. All right, Chris. How about you? What caught your attention this week? Um. Well, uh, Thomas Romain, who is a uh, a French animator for the anime industry who lives in japan uh went to twitter this last week and he wrote a note and it said to people disappointed by attack on titans season two only being 12 episodes he said it's sad but there's a real shortage of staff because of anime overproduction uh basically what he's saying is that there is an animator shortage crisis in the anime industry and um what that means for us is either less production quality or less episodes per season for some shows coming up. Um, people started asking a lot of questions of Thomas, and Thomas is the guy, have you guys seen that, uh, that thing where, uh, where the dad did the uh, anime characters after the, the drawings that his kid did? Mm -hmm. his son his son did some drawings and then the dad turned him into these really really awesome anime characters anyway this is that guy and uh, so anyway he he went on there um but he was saying that like new players in the in the field like netflix and amazon and the u.s and chinese markets and things like that uh they're they're demanding more of the japanese anime studios and it's meaning more work and more everything else for these animators the problem is, is he says that they need years to train the production staff and the anime schools the ones where they teach how to do the you know anime animation are actually closing in japan because really? less and less people want to work in the field um and there's more anime's coming out now than there ever have been you know like each season there's more and more and more that keep coming out um one person asked he says do they want this to have a bigger budget he says don't the earnings go to the studios can't they afford to do all this and he says the money doesn't go to the animation studios it goes to the rights holders uh so what that means is that uh that the animators which he was saying just like himself earn four dollars an hour to start out gosh um and they work anywhere from 50 to 84 hours a week so um yeah that's kind of rough so uh they um they're they're not making a whole lot and so we're gonna start seeing a lot more people drop off and The hard part about that is, is that means, you know, like I said earlier, less quality and, you know. Less episodes. Yeah, less episodes. And uh, someone asks, you know, what they could do for him. And he says, well, best thing you could do is watch anime legally, buy official products and share the passion with friends. Like, tell everybody else about anime. Um, So, I mean, I don't know what that's going to do to help the animators themselves. But we're looking at a crisis here, people.
2: Well, I think we'll Looking see. If we see enough of a demand, the rights holders will ha- hit the point where I they either so. fork out more or those demands start dropping off and they lose the income.
1: I hope you so. Know? I mean... Yeah.
2: Me too. But this has been know? a problem for years. I mean, I know you're just hearing now, but there have actually, the last three years, it's been a major issue where I've mm-hmm. had anime that I've waited years on to get the next season because the studio had already committed to a more popular one
1: yeah uh, oh, and yeah, they couldn't yeah.
2: they couldn't work on it because they already had commitments other places like it's in their studio to work on it's in their project list but mm-hmm. they're so bogged down that there yeah. have been a couple times when I'd be like, oh, when's this coming out and I'll go look it up and like well, it's in production, but we have to wait because we're finishing this first
1: yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, that was that's like um, sword art online the the movie that just came out that I went saw ordinal scale. You know, at the same time, the director and the animators were working on Erased, at the same time, and mm-hmm. the director was like, "Look, I've already done Sword Art Online. You know, Erased is kind of my baby right now, and that's the one I'm going to focus on." And I mean, you could tell, you know, Erased in the is animation. Really good. And, yeah, and you could you could tell the difference between Erased and Sword Art Online. I mean, there was parts where you could really tell that he just kind of phoned it in, um, but. I don't know. I mean, it makes me wish I could draw. You know, <laughs> be like, hey, don't know, you, know, you don't but... want to get
2: paid those crappy wages. They're gonna hey, have to step up knows? and pay people better, or yeah. they're gonna lose the industry.
1: But you know, with with an industry the way you know with a giant the way that it is, because I mean, uh, you know, I've heard I've heard horror stories about you know working in the anime industry. In fact, um, there's an anime all about it. Um. Oh, what's the name of that? What, I can't think of it. It's not Konosuba. It's uh. What's what's that one where they they all work in the the anime? Um, there's
2: a couple of them. You gotta be a little more specific. I know. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, there's one where basically it's the story of of the writer and the writers
2: or the animators.
1: It's it's the story about
2: manga um, or anime.
1: It's an anime, but they're writing no, is about. It a,
2: did, is that a manga writer or an anime writer?
1: It's an anime writer. Well, he wrote light novels and then he started writing anime. Um, but anyway, basically, it tells the story about just kind of his his issues with the anime, you know, production companies and things like that. But yeah, it's it's a problem. Um, who knows what can really be done about it? And we'll see how it changes here soon. And if anything does come of it, you know, or or maybe we're just gonna start seeing shorter seasons and just have to deal with it and I hope not. I hope I hope I think that they that they change it, but
2: cuz I mean we'll they had a
1: record year last year.
2: Yeah, record year is what they made in the hits in the pocketbooks. You know, when they start really getting that fan lash back about yeah. not getting their seasons anytime soon because they're too focused on the three major series that are currently making money. Yeah. Then I think we'll really see some change.
1: Yeah, because I mean the the association of Japanese animator, the uh, animators, the last year they made fifteen point nine billion U.S. dollars last year. Jeez, but that did not most of that did not go back to the animation studios. It just went to like production companies and and you know the, the big money people. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't see i mean i i couldn't imagine i mean i don't know what the what the politics are over there like a strike but i mean you would see something like that going to a strike over here in the u.s and oh yeah mean, yeah, i can't definitely. i couldn't see that going over over there um but i don't know we'll we'll see what happens with it and and uh keep up with it but yeah yeah it's a bummer but
0: well, uh, mine's going to be a quick one this week. I just wanted to bring up the Gamma Trade Show, the Game Makers Association Association <laughs> Trade Show. Um, this is a, n- not really like a Gen Con sort of thing, which sees, you know, 50, 60-some thousand people, whatever. I think this one is pretty much limited to just um, news and makers of games but uh, and that's that's true of most trade shows i think um, but i just wanted to bring this one up because if you head over to uh, youtube.com uh, slash board game geek tv they have a whole bunch of interviews they have over a hundred videos up now uh, with hmm. yeah with different um with different um Games that they are previewing, that the various companies are coming in. They're sending someone in to sit down and talk to Board Game Geek, and they're just kind of showing off their games. And I think a lot of these, um, even though they're not available now, it's just kind of neat to get a like a brief look at them. When a lot of them may very well be showing up at Gen Con this year. Mm-hmm. So um, there's some there's some pretty neat ones in here. It looks like we got coming to us. There's um. I had mentioned the um, the Atari games, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago. Um, it was it looks last like they, week. Was it? Was it last week? Yeah. So they were able to show off just kind of a, a very brief glimpse of uh, one of those. And Because uh, I was
1: still laughing at that Tetris thing throughout this week.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you can... Uh, you can also get a a look at the uh, there's gonna be a sword art online board game if you're into that um, let's see what else we got here we've got um, a Dresden files cooperative card game coming out there is a oh there is an attack on Titan I was gonna mention that to both of you earlier or Jackie at least you I know you're you're a fan I saw a, a brief look at this and it's got complete with like a a giant a Titan there and i don't i don't know what's going on in the game because
2: well they already have a game out um
0: oh do they okay. yeah Derek
2: and i have it it's really fun it's a cool.
0: okay i got the impression that this was a new one just from what little i watched the video but i wasn't sure
2: oh, that's possible i mean yeah. they always they do come out with new stuff and second season is coming out so they're probably commemorating it with new video games and board games
0: yeah possibly there's a uh there's a pretty cool looking one coming out it's a. Uh, it's called Heart of Crown. It's a deck builder, um, a contained deck builder like Ascension. If you've ever played that, mm-hmm. um, head over to the Board Game Geeks YouTube channel. You can see, like I said, they've got over a hundred videos up of the different games that'll be uh, that are at least on their way. So it's uh, if you're a tabletop gamer, it's worth checking out, seeing uh, what might be headed your way at Gen Con or or if not Gen Con, then probably later. But uh, yeah, head over there. You, I'm sure you'll find something you like. They got a very, very wide variety of, uh, of games coming out from you know, all the various companies. So mm-hmm. it's worth checking out.
2: Cool. Sounds good.
0: So that's all for the news this week. We are going to go ahead and move on to our main topic. And this week it's Chris's turn. So Chris, what are we talking about this week?
1: Last night... I freaked out. Okay. <laughs> I had right. I I had a serious panic attack last night. Um I don't know if you guys get these things, but man, I I got into bed last night and it had been a good day and everything and I got into bed and I just had this serious panic attack. And I hadn't had one for a while, but this one was this one was just like like you're stuck where you're at. You're never going to be more than what you are, you know, and And, um, and, and you're always just going to keep doing what you're doing right here. And, you know, it's, it's taken a while for, for us to build what we have with this podcast and with the projects that we're all working on, um, me with food nerd, Shane with his YouTube thing, Jackie with her writing and, and, um, you know, it's taken us a long time to build these things, but you know, I had, I hadn't had this panic for a while, this anxiety and, um. What's funny is is I just finished watching my favorite anime, um, which is a uh, Shokugeki, uh, yeah Shokugeki no Soma, and in the episode that I watched, it was where Soma is basically taking on this copycat chef, and and uh, he he got through the battle by taking himself on in in essence and I started looking at the fact of how in my own life I'm the one who's holding myself back and the only thing I can do is continue on forward you know if, if things where I start panicking that I have to keep building I'm the only one who holds myself back I've got to just keep pushing forward and break past myself in this. And it was the first time that I had ever looked at that. And the funny thing to me was it was an anime that helped me out with it. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so I, I ended up talking with Shane today and I said, man, this is, this is what happened to me last night, man. And, uh, I was like, have you ever had something like this happen? And I know, I know a lot of times uh, I've talked to a lot of people who do artsy things and stuff like that and they're very we're we are very insecure people (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) yeah, we're like look at me look at me don't look at me don't look at me you know and that's just how we are it's how we're built you know we we want that attention we want you know all that but you know a lot of times we're just like oh don't look at the real me you know and um i'm just you know i've wondered you know is this something that you guys have ever encountered uh, as far as like, just going into that serious panic mode because you know I know a lot of people deal with anxiety when it comes to projects that they're working on or their future or things like that. You know, is that something you guys deal with and and how do you deal with it?
0: I I have dealt with this in the past, um, and a lot of it came from there. Were, there would be times where. I would, like, reconnect with someone I went to high school with or something, and I would see, like, oh, they're in this profession, and another one is in this profession, and then, mm-hmm. and then I would look and be like, I mean, I have a job, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's like, what have I done?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then there was times, I mean, I, I went to school, I, I went to college for game design, I have a degree, yeah. and aside from that seems like a really weird thing to get a degree in um, Yeah, I enjoyed my time there and I had big ambitions for you know going into the game industry and then I spent some time with a small team making games and and I I, I don't want to say that I didn't like it maybe more that it just it didn't turn out to be you know what I guess it was going to be in my brain. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I live in an area where there are no major game companies, you know, but then I would turn around and hear all these horror stories from the industry. And so yeah. it, it really turned me away <laughs> from wanting to do that. But then at the same time, I've still got this room, but I'm not doing anything else, you know? And yeah, I like my job, but I certainly never in ex- planned or expected to be doing it for the rest of my life you know so yeah i've definitely had those moments and i'll tell you one time one of the things that really hit me hard um it's like last year or something and you know he's my six-year-old he didn't mean anything by it but you know he was talking about what he was going to be when he grew when he grows up and Mm -hmm. like he's like he's like I wanna, I wanna be something. And he's like, you, you, mom and dad. He's talking to both. Of you, he's like, you two, you two aren't really, you really aren't anything. You don't do anything. I wanna,
1: I wanna <laughs> be something when I grow up. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, ow. Oh, I've and never I mean, said that to your face, Shane. <laughs> 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 and,
0: I mean, man, you know, man. from his from his perspective, he just meant, you know, because I've told him yeah, I work in a warehouse, you know, we're in. and and like he was six he didn't mean anything mean oh yeah you know he's just like when he said he was going to be something you know obviously he's thinking like a an astronaut or a fireman or something you know something like that you know to him the fact that i didn't have a title like that it you know that that's all he was trying to convey but it still it hit me like oh man (laughs) you know so wow yeah I've it's I've definitely had those moments of like panic and like I I feel like I'm not doing anything or going anywhere, you
1: know. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jackie? Is that Um
2: uh, well, you're like daily,
1: daily I deal with this.
2: <laughs> actually, I mean I'm a writer, and Shane can tell you my piece that I've been working on I've been working on for like ten years now, and I'm constantly sending him scenes where I'm like, "Shane, I don't know if this is good enough. Shane, is this good enough? I don't know. I need you to read this. You got to tell me what you think.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you know." And that's t- standard for a writer, but more mm-hmm. recently, uh, when we moved back here from Italy with the baby and everything else, I'm like, I don't have anything specific that defines me. My book's not finished, and I tried to finish it before the baby was born, but everything else got in the way and yeah you know, I went back to school and got a master's degree and I'm still not teaching because my degree doesn't work for this state because I need a whole different set of testing and again the baby makes it a little hard to study and take those other tests so I hit a point where I was like what am I gonna do I have nothing that defines me uh-huh. as me right now my gaming friends aren't here you know I don't get to go game because of the baby I don't have a D group yet You know, our video game systems, right? All of my favorite things, all of the things that help define me were unavailable. Uh Uh, And that's actually where my super secret project came in. I hatched that in the middle of the night, like one in the morning, in the midst of a, what am I going to do with my life? And I'm like, this is what I'm going to try. This is my idea because I need something, you know, my novel writing for me takes hours. I'm the type of person where I sit down and I, I write for hours on end, and I can't do that with the baby. I mean, I can barely record a podcast that's an hour <laughs> long without getting interrupted once or twice, let alone yeah. get a four- to six-hour writing session in.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: so, you know, had to narrow my focus and kind of recenter. And, you know, it, it's hard, but, yeah. I mean, I still... I talk to you guys all the time. Whenever I have stuff with this project, I'm like, guys, is this gonna work? Is is this legitimately gonna work? You know, it's a constant struggle of definition and working it out because I I don't even have a full time job like you guys do. You know, I'm a stay at home mom.
0: (laughs) That's full time. That's full time. It it is, but it's not (laughs) in
2: the sense of I don't make my own living. Yeah, yeah, I don't provide. I don't. You know, and Derek's great about it. He works a good job, and he, he's okay with where we're at. But, yeah, you know, I always pictured if I'd have a career. I went to school for forensics. I was going to be a state police <laughs> officer or work for the military. And here yeah. I am, you know, eight years later with a yeah. kid and nothing to show other than a couple college degrees. whoop de do. Yeah. You yeah. know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean none of us are, are doing what we went to school for. I mean, yeah. I, went, I went to school for studio recording and, you know, music. And, you know, now I, now I build pools and waterfalls, you know, and it it's like, what am I That's doing, cool. you know? I mean, it can be. At least I'm doing something artistic in a way. But, you know, yeah. it's – and the funny thing is, is I, we're not the only ones who go through this. You know we're not the only ones who who are dealing with this issue. You know, um, I talked to some friends of mine who have a podcast, and and um, she's she's an actress, and and the her brother and he. I asked him one day, I was like, "Dude, what? You know, what do you do?" And he's like, "Dude, I'm going to school to be a nurse." And I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, man. Oh, he wow. goes, I'm just." He says, you know, I do the podcast, but what I actually love is doing this. And what's funny is, like, to me, it's the opposite. You know, I'm doing the thing that I do as a daily basis, but, you know, the podcast and my other stuff, that's the thing that I love. You know, those are the things that I want to do. And I think a lot of people out there have this stigma of, oh, these guys do a podcast or they do a show on YouTube and that's all that they do. You know, I know I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I'm like, man, if I had the time to do it, you know, like these guys and then find out, you know, the school teacher or, you know, uh, you know, a baker or something like that, you know. And it's like, you know, I have I have a job. This is the thing that I love to do. And and I'm still doing it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's still in the back of my mind. You know, it's sometimes it's like, is this all I'm going to be doing? And. And like I said, the other night, it was that that mental click in my head from an anime where it says, yeah, you're going to be here for the rest of your life unless you do something about it. Mm -hmm. Because only you are the one who can push yourself farther and break beyond what you've always done. Um, So, you know, and like I was saying, I'm not the only one who deals with this. There's a lot of people out there, you know, somebody listening to this right now could have possibly been going through the same thing today, going, man, I wish I could do this thing, but I'm never going to get from where I'm at, you know? Yeah, you won't unless you push harder and do beyond what you think you are. Um, Yeah, at one point I I had a big setback a few years ago. I guess it was almost 10 years ago now. Um, I was starting to do some projects and things like that. I was working at a job and my boss came up to me and he says, you know, you're at the age now where you need to just give up on your dreams and you need to just get a real job. What? And he says, I used to have dreams too, but I gave up on those because it was time for me to grow up. Oh my gosh. That's
2: terrible. And...
1: I really looked at everything at that point and was like, is he, I mean, should I, you know, is this really what I'm supposed to do? And seriously, I, I went, I had that stuck in the back of my head for a good seven years, maybe longer. Um, even after I started Food Nerd, you know, I still had this thing in my head where I kept hearing that voice over and over saying that to me. And it's only been within the last year where I was like, no forget that you know this is this is i need to dream i am a person who dreams and i need to do that and i need to keep pushing on and now seeing these these things clicking in my head you know and going oh yeah yeah i can do this you know uh have you i mean i know you guys have dealt with past you know uh encounters with people telling you guys give up and stuff like that or i mean what sort of things can you guys pull from your past that you look back on that maybe now drives you
2: i guess i don't have quite as many per se and my parents were of the mindset you can do what you want but always have the fallback plan mm. um the plan which, b yeah I have a plan b and believe it or not biology was my plan b my plan a was mm. art i had applied to numerous art schools before ending up going to school for science Um, but I never had anyone directly tell me I couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, It was more of just the implication of have the plan B, you know, have, have a functional job first and do your art stuff on the side for fun. Don't make it a career. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's funny is I. I heard somebody this last week said, if you have a plan B, you are going to fail
2: at Mm -hmm. your plan
1: A. Uh, Don't have a plan B.
2: You have to be willing to go for it. And it's funny that you mentioned Shogugeki because when I was hitting that point recently, I saw a quote on Facebook of all places that said, (laughs) when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Yep. Um, yeah, and I looked yeah. it up, and it's by Eric Thomas. And he does so he writes success books and stuff. But that for me really clicked. Like yeah. when you finally get to the point where you're going to put all of your energy into something where you know there's nothing else before it, then you're finally really going for it. You're not making excuses. You know, I was in Italy for six years without the baby. Uh, and I did work on my writing. You know, I finished nano numerous times, but I still didn't have a full book to show for it because I was happy with what I was doing. You know, I was seeing the world with Derek and relaxing, and yeah, I worked on my stuff for fun, but I didn't push as much as I could have. Yeah. Because there, was, I had didn't feel the drive to. There was no need to. I was happy with what was. And then we got back here, and I'm like, you know, this isn't good enough now. So. Hmm. I mean, like I said, I didn't have the same, yeah, the same type of hurdles, I guess, from the past. But I think that Plan B mentality can still be just as bad in a way because it, it's logical, you know. And you oh, guys yeah. know I'm a pretty logical person. I'm very science oriented. Science wouldn't have been a bad fit for me, uh, but it would have been terrible for my art if I had quit everything for science because I wouldn't have gone back to anything else.
1: Yeah. yeah. You're the Spock to my Captain Kirk. <laughs> and Shane like is that. Bones. I like
2: Spock. Shane's Bones. I was
1: gonna ask you going to ask that made me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we make a good team.
1: I just want to hear I just want to hear Shane at some point go, "Damn it, Jim." <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> but that would be, yeah. What about you, Shane? Have you uh if you encountered any any roadblocks in your past I mean I have
0: to go back to when I like really really wanted to design games. Mm-hmm. and i i remember I remember sitting on the edge of my bed one time when I was a kid and i i was i turned on um i, th- I honestly I think it was desert strike on my Sega Genesis mm-hmm. And that Electronic Arts logo popped up. Yeah. And I, t- and I told myself, like, at that point, I just thought they made the best games, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I told myself, like, I, I was sitting on the edge of my bed, and I said, one day, I will work for this company.
1: And I told myself the same thing when I was a kid. Same exact thing. I'm going to work for EA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, I, I mean, wanted
2: to work funny. for Sony. Or Square. Yeah. Square Enix. Well, Squaresoft back in the day. Okay, well, yeah.
0: So so they weren't quite as big, you know, around, you know, when when Chris and I were kids, all right, Jackie? Well, no,
2: but I like Square's games better, too. Um, Yeah, well, I'm saying, like,
0: at this point, when I made that promise to myself, you know, I don't even. I'm
1: sure there were Final Fantasy
0: games out in the U.S., but they just weren't really (laughs) big. I don't even
1: remember if there was one back then.
2: generational differences
1: yeah
0: and i mean obviously i've i've moved away from that now but just like just i remember always hitting that roadblock of you know nobody taking that seriously Mm -hmm. it's like nobody took video video game design seriously yeah and like i remember um even like sitting down and like i was in in high school and of course you know it's the oh what what college are you gonna go to well here's here's a college that um you know all the good kids go to, and there was this there was this one specific college in my area that you know um, all the good kids went to, <laughs> and um I was like well i wanna I wanna design video games for a living. It's like well, that's not really something that you can do where you'll be serving God and serving other people, so you need to pick something else. I'm like, oh, okay. oh. <laughs> Well, and then I'm like, I remember saying well i'm like i'm I'm intrigued by architecture, I kind of wanna you know I make, maybe I'd be interested in being an architect, and I remember this was a representative of these universities. well, we don't really have an architecture program um is there something else you'd wanna do and and so it was like, I yell no, <laughs> I don't know what should I do type thing you know and, yeah um and I mean even well after that, there was always just these i feel like there was this stigma against you know the whole gaming industry thing and um and even now that i've moved away i I think i kind of realized it wasn't wasn't so much that i wanted to make games i Mm -hmm. thought i did for a long time and maybe that's something i'll go back to at some point but Mm -hmm. i honestly just loved talking about them with people you know And that's kind of the direction I'm moving in now. And this this podcast is even a part of that, you know? So, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I don't know. I just, and I think there are obviously people who would still be like, podcast or game reviews. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Let me know when you get serious about having a career, you know, (laughs) but. Yeah.
1: That's a, yeah. So, so what is it that you think drives you now, I mean, cause I know, I know I mentioned earlier today I, and I told Shane this, I said, I said, honestly, I think, I think now it's the fear of being stuck and being, cause I told myself years back, I'm going to do this. And now I'm still okay. at the same place that I was then, you know, now, now I've moved forward some. You know, now doing the podcast, doing the show more on a regular basis and things like that. I've moved forward some, but I think it's the fear of being stuck and doing the same thing again. And I think that's what's pushing me now. I don't want to be where I'm at now. So I'm going to keep pushing on and pushing on and pushing on. And I think that's what's driving me now. I I always felt like I had the passion to do something, but I never had the drive to do it. And I think now finally I've gotten the drive to do it, you know. Um, I mean, honestly, I could be doing, I could be doing some of this stuff 24 seven, you know, if, if I didn't have other aspects of my life to do. Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at now, you know, in, 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 I don't, I don't think it's all the fear, but I think that's a lot of what pushes me in this. It's just, I don't, I don't want to be where I'm at still later on down the road. And it's that whole thing making that change i'm the only one who can change it so now i've got to push on and just keep changing every day yeah so what what is something that you guys see that drives you
0: um i had kind of told you earlier that um you know my uh, well well, that whole thing with what you know my son had said and and again (laughs) realizing that you know he didn't he didn't mean anything you know mean by it or whatever
1: but Yes, he did. Part. of... (coughs) sorry. Did I say that out loud? No, I didn't. You know, the hardest things. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. No kidding. Part of what has driven me is like, I want, um, I want my son to be proud of me. Yeah. You know, I want. I want to do something that he can look at and be like, and think, "Oh, it's really cool." And and he has said, six years old, he is determined at six years old that he is going to someday going to go into business with daddy and make video games. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, maybe you know, he again, can get you a job. A back. To. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's so bad to say. See, I use, I use humor as a coping mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, you know, I think,
0: I think I, I mean, I was kind of in the same boat. You are Chris where, Part of it is that thing where, like, I like my job, but I don't want to have a job for the rest of my life. I want to have, not even necessarily a career, I want to have something creative. I want to be doing something. I want to, you know, inspire other people to, you know, the way that, like, you know, like you said that that anime inspired you. I've had games, I've had games do the same for me, and um, I would just love to be, you know... That motivator for someone eventually. So and I like I, I've kind of said before, you know, back in um, you know back last year, I was really really feeling this, where I I just I had kind of lost interest in like everything, because mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't have time for it. Yeah. And so like basically before I just completely shut down and like sold all my games. Mm. <laughs> I just for the heck of it sent you both a text you know and I mentioned this on the podcast before just just this one text yeah and it was why have we never done a podcast no. and it was to me it was just like my last grasp at something Yeah. No. you know and and then so you know now that we're doing this it has actually it has actually motivated me to start you know fleshing out some of the other project ideas I have and and part of it is, you know, Chris, kind of what I said to you a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, with your food nerd, was that, like, if you ever get to a point where, it, you know, you're on a schedule now every three weeks, and if, if yeah. I ever got to a point where it seemed to me like you weren't hitting that, I'm like, I talk to you every week now, so I'll harass you about it. Oh, yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but but I, feel like, I feel like I also have that now. Yeah. Where you know, I have kind of said something to both of you about something I want to work on. So now I feel like yeah. uh, that that pushes me because now I have yeah. n- now I've committed myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. you gotta you know? do it, man.
2: Not, yeah, yeah, you're accountable.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah you, I Jackie? think uh, good support system. Yeah, for sure.
2: Um. Well, I mean, I guess for me, it's not fear and it's not pride. It's how to describe it it's just the need to do I, I, yeah. I, it's so hard to, I mean I'm a writer and it's still ridiculously hard to put towards that internal urge I when I don't write for so long or when I'm not working on a project I get all of this pent-up energy and I get really frustrated uh, and I know yeah. people that work out a lot will feel that way if they work out and then they don't aren't able to. There's just that build-up of, I, I should be moving, I should be doing something. Uh, and my whole life has been that momentum. So when it stopped, I was just like, I can't, you know... And it, it's identity for me, too. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I need, I need more than just being able to say, oh, you know, I'm Evie's mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom, which... Don't get me wrong. That's great. Being a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom is hard, and there are a lot of people that devote their lives just to being stay-at-home moms. But I'm not that person. Yeah. Like that. That will never be how I define myself. When people ask, "What do you do?" My response isn't yeah. going to be, "I'm a stay-at-home mom." It's, "I'm a writer." I stay. I, you know, I take care of my kid too. I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I'm I'm a writer. Is who yeah. I am at my core. Yeah. so yeah. that like it's so entwined in my sense of identity like my self-identity and my sense of self that that you know it's not a fear of not moving because i can't help but move um it's a fear of failure occasionally because putting yeah. your writing out there is scary and yeah. you know even showing it to friends can be terrifying when i take a take a leap and i mean i told shane about a recent idea and he's like i don't know i really have to see it (laughs) you know i mean and and some of them i've shown them to shane and i've shown them to derek and initially they're like seems like it's kind of not good like they won't say it's stupid (laughs) but you get the impression that their their initial thoughts are this isn't there's nothing special here and then i flesh it out a bit more and they're like oh well it's surprisingly simple but it it does its job. You know, it it works. Yeah. Um, so like that initial putting it out there is terrifying. And, but that also drives me too to work harder because I want to hand it to them and then be like, this is amazing. You know? Yeah. So
1: for sure.
0: I think ultimately it like, it comes down to all three of us have a creative side to us. And, you know, maybe it's not fear that drives us so much as just, Well, kind of like what you were just saying, Jackie. There's, we have this need to create. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's this driving force behind us. We have to create, and when we're not creating, we feel like we're not living. Almost. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's like something's missing, and all you can think of is like what it builds up, and you, like, I get, I literally get so frustrated that I start getting irritable, and you know, Mm -hmm. if I'm not finding that time to work on something it yeah. it doesn't have yeah. to be anything huge it can be paint a base coat on a current project i just have to be making progress on it yeah um so i mean yeah it's that yeah. internal you know and some people i guess don't have the same i mean we've talked about people that that do just work their home drum job jobs and they're okay with that like they're, they're yeah. not looking for more yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. why I think some people have that mentality of oh that's just a dreamer you know why would you want to go into that field there's nothing there because they don't understand yeah. that
1: they have a different mindset yeah they don't do not wa- that. they are wired differently yeah they're wired, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're wired. and that's their that's passion fine, is but... in whatever they're doing. I mean some of definitely I don't think
2: feel the passion as much as we do like I think artistic people feel the emotional highs and lows more acutely.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. we're was, definitely but they, full swing people. I mean, the yeah, pendulum swing. We don't feel like,
0: we don't feel fulfilled unless we are. Yeah, you know,
1: doing that artistic thing, whatever it may be. Yeah, so I mean, it's just a matter of being wired differently, you know. Yeah, and and that's I mean that's not a problem. I mean, other no. people who are wired differently. I mean, that's just how they are. I mean, there's no way I could do what you know some people that i know who go to a job, you know, they work like swing shift or whatever and they, that's what they do and they just work and that's their life and no there's no way i could do that. I mean i would i would i would just go nuts, but you know i know i know that people out there have the same and go through the same thing that that we do. And i guess my biggest takeaway on this whole thing is if you have a dream and you have a passion to do something, just start doing it on no matter what level you can do it on. Just do it. Yeah. Um, you know, find that creative outlet. Just do that thing. Make it happen.
2: Do the um, thing, man. Do the thing. Yeah. Do man. the thing,
1: man. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, like Jackie said earlier, you know, don't have a plan B, you know, cause if, if you have a plan, a, the moment that you make a plan B, your plan A is going to fail. Because you're already planning for failure. Have that plan A and go with it. You know, the voices are going to come. People are going to say what they're going to say. Just keep going on. Find that thing that drives you and go with it. And that's that's what I have, man. It It, it was something that could have been really, really bad. You know, because I've been down that road before and I've and I've stopped.
0: Yeah. But. Yeah, I think we all have.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and last night was just it was a change for me. And I was like, S- people have got to hear, you know, because I know that I know that they're out there and they've gone through the same thing. So yeah. it's just it was what was near and dear to me. So I had to talk about it. So well, and, anyway.
0: and, and it was a it was something that somebody else created that. You know, yeah. you, and it yeah. was. I I have mentioned before, and we're gonna wrap this up here in a minute. But I have mentioned before that like um, Persona 4 Golden, like really, really changed my outlook on life. And that's that's not something I have time to get into right now. But it, it, the point is, it was something that somebody had created. Yep. And I have heard people say that you know the things that you do are are temporary and fleeting and meaningless and
2: I just
0: yeah I I got so angry when I I have seen this like on Facebook you know I was somebody who'll post this you know don't and I just and I just want to I just want to say run fast and run far from any (laughs) person any ideal any belief system that tells you that because it is wrong and I think we can all point to at least one thing that has been created that has endured and will continue to endure for generations and and you could be the one who makes the thing that inspires somebody else so no don't don't
1: Don't believe the
0: lie that that
1: your thing is meaningless or temporary it's not true because if we didn't have Twilight, we would never have had Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> well, oh, dear God. <laughs> Just saying. Alright. Yep. That's how I'm closing it. Mic drop. Boom.
2: Occasionally it goes wrong. And,
1: and on that somehow
0: even more depressing note... <laughs> we we are going to go ahead and move on to our recommendations for the week and yeah. to try to keep this one a little quick so um, Chris why don't you go ahead and start us off what is your recommendation for this week
1: my recommendation for the week is Beauty and the Beast uh, I know we talked about it uh, was that last week week before last week yeah um, it was good I went and saw it it was um, I mean I know I, I was like Fondling all over Power Rangers, but man, Beauty and the Beast was incredible. Okay, you were, you were uh, fawning, right? Not fondling. Uh you know or one. Were you fondling? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's okay. six of one, half dozen of the other. Um, but <laughs> bird in the hand, sir. Um, but no, Beauty and the Beast was amazing. Uh, beautifully done. Um, the effects were brilliant acting was amazing the songs everything about it um i wanted to go back immediately and watch it again yeah. um it was good it was really really good um you know we talked about the uh the um lufo mm-hmm. and uh him being gay and all that sort of stuff and man I, people are just making too much of a deal about about things you know I, yeah i mean you could tell from point one where he comes onto the screen that yeah this dude is is gay but i mean come on you know to get so worked up about it it, it's it's just it's ridiculous um (laughs) he did a brilliant job i mean flat out he did an amazing job as is lufo every every character in that was amazing so i give it two big thumbs up and if i had more thumbs i'd give those up um yeah go see it (laughs) I mean, it's making a buttload of money right now as it is, but it's it's worth it. I mean, it's worth seeing. So go check it out.
0: Cool, Jackie. How about you?
2: Uh, so you know, Persona Five, of course. (laughs) I mean, okay, I can't officially recommend that yet. Wait for next week. Um, what I really want to recommend are the Tamara Pierce books. Uh, You can pick any of the series. I don't care which. I've read them all, and they're all amazing. They're, for young girls, primarily, I mean, guys can read them too, but all of the main characters are females who are independent, but still a wide variety of women. They're not the I don't need no man, you know, there's one who tends to stay single, but the others find the balance of, you know, do I want to be girly, do I want to be tough, you know. um, She's actually who inspired me to write. So. Just check them out. I mean, I go back and I reread them still. And even as an adult, I love these books. It starts with Alana, and then it's the Lioness Quartet. But you can pick up any of them in any order, pretty much, of the quartets. and uh, They're just phenomenal. So Tamara Pierce, check her out. Just amazing author. Has been around, it seems like, forever. And I can't recommend a better book series for a young girl.
1: Cool. Cool.
0: When I was at work today, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, he's like, shouts out, "Just, uh, just about one more, one more month, Shane." I'm like, "Yeah, till what? Like, till we can start planting again?" And uh, he, like me, he is a big fan of hot things and peppers. And we both grow. He knows that I, I grow hot peppers every year.
1: Peppers, so, okay. Yeah, like, he's a fan of hot things. He's, he's a like, yeah, fan of hot things, spicy me things. Me right, Clarify
0: that. <laughs> but uh, no, so with that in mind, you know, the growing season is coming up. I'm looking forward to our local farmer's market opening up. Uh, so with that in mind, I'm going to recommend a board game that I had mentioned earlier in the podcast, and that is Scoville. And it is a board game all about growing peppers.
1: <laughs> and, Yay! Uh, yeah,
0: of course I have to own this game.
2: Of course. <laughs> Why uh, not?
0: It's a pretty fun game. You uh, you know, there's uh, like 10 different colors of peppers. You walk around, you you plant the peppers, and then you can harvest them. You harvest uh, different peppers based on the two peppers that you're standing between. And then you can use those peppers and you can trade them at the farmer's market or you can take them to the chili cook-off. And of course, the uh, the more rare peppers that you can throw into your chili, the the more the higher value that it's going to be worth and it's just a uh it's just a point system the high, The whole idea is to get to the uh the highest amount of points at the end of the game and but it's uh it's it can be pretty be pretty strate- strategic the way you have to play that um you get to choose you kind of have to bid at the beginning of each round whether you want to plant first or harvest first or go to the uh, farmer's market first you know so it's uh you may think you have planted a great pepper, but then if if you do that, then the other player actually gets to harvest first, and so you gotta have a nice balance here, so
1: then you just get burned, yeah get burned, oh man
0: but no, so it's a it's a fun little game and uh thematically uh makes sense you know to my interest, so you know if you are uh if you're like me, you like grown peppers and you know can't do that, gotta wait until. Uh, spring hits to to plant them in the ground so in the meantime play a game about peppers it's pretty fun
1: yeah you make your own (laughs) salsa and everything right
0: i do i make incredibly hot salsa i make uh i i dry and crush pepper flakes that were banned from my place of employment last year (laughs) so
1: were you drying Uh, them at work or
0: no no i just we had a uh they catered in pizza one day, and I brought in my crushed Carolina reapers, and I mean, oh.
1: look—it
0: said right on there, in a, a big warning: extremely hot. It wasn't my fault that the guy just kept shaking and shaking oh. and
1: shaking. Oh. <laughs> she just so. put on there like
0: butt pain,
1: and <laughs> <laughs> so. would just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not it's gonna a, eat
0: those." Yeah, that's my recommendation this week: Scoville, and yeah, honestly, my salsa is just. You know, hot and amazing and it, it is else. good. I've Every, tried it. Everybody I've else thinks it. I'm crazy, but it's <laughs> yeah, just it's good hot. stuff. man.
1: it's no, hot. It's, <laughs> it it is hot. I, I mean, I, yeah, and I like hot stuff too. But I, I mean, sent it to Chris one year, and he's just like, "I respect the heat." <laughs> yes, I, res- <laughs> I respect. respect. You're like, how did did you like it? And I was like, I respect it. Yeah, I respect. You it. have to give this salsa respect, but it was it was good. <laughs> You, you couldn't put much of it onto anything, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> so. I well, want more, but anyway, you, know, you haven't sent me anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am I, I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting the time when I can make more, and I will definitely send you some when I can. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I'll plug it on the show. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> but anyway, that's all for this episode of Words of Geekdom, but we will be back next week at the same time with an all-new topic of conversation. Thank you for listening. Before we go, Jackie, why don't you tell our listeners where else they can find you on the internet?
2: You can find me on Twitter at WanderingScold, or check out my writing at EvieFrost.com. You'll also see me around the Words You keep Them Facebook page throughout the week.
1: Okay, hey, Chris, how about you? Uh, you can actually buy my search history now, um, thanks to the U.S. <laughs> government. And other than that, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at IamFoodNerd. On Facebook at facebook.com forward slash I am food nerd, and most importantly, youtube.com forward slash food nerd, where you can check out all the new episodes of said show. What about you, Shane? And you can find me at Curious
0: Conjurer on Twitter and sifted.net, where I regularly chat about games. As for Words of Geekdom, a new episode posts every Wednesday morning over at soundcloud.com slash words of geekdom and on your favorite podcast service. You can follow us on Twitter at GeekWords3, the number three. And please do that because we we could use more Twitter followers.
1: So
2: if you're We're on Twitter. you're lonely. Yes. Yeah. Find There's us, There's
1: actually just crickets that follow us <laughs> over there. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: chat, chat, with us on Chat with us on Twitter. Send us news items if you have any.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you can, of course, also check out the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Words of Geekdom where we'll post whenever a new episode goes live in addition to other fun updates throughout the week. And remember, you can also now find us over on the Questionable Endeavor Network, uh, where in addition to Words of Geekdom, you can listen to a variety of other podcasts about gaming, anime, wrestling, and even a really awesome kind of like spooky radio drama that they've got going on over there. So uh, check that out over at questendnetwork.com. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to like and subscribe. And if you can, head over to iTunes and leave us a review because it helps out a great deal. Thanks again for joining us this week. I'm Shane.
2: I'm Jackie.
0: I'm Chris. Until next time, go forth and geek!